right, so um, hello, HQ Sports. I'm Aaron Brian here, and today we have a really good podcast for you guys. And today, um, we have a special guest. Uh, I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Hola, it's Aiden, and uh, a little bit of a sports statistics type of guy. I like to talk about like stats. I'm not the type of like person who likes to be like, oh yeah, this player's just good and not back it up. Like I like to be able to back up my stuff. Okay, so um, yeah, today is gonna really be like a football kind of podcast. We're gonna do the bas- the basketball portion probably next Saturday or somewhere in this week. But um, do you have anything else to say? No. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's get into this podcast. So um, yeah. So we're gonna first we're gonna start off by talking about the NFC Championship game. Um, so right now the Buccaneers and Packers are playing. The score is ten to fourteen. The Packers, I mean, the Buccaneers have the ball right now. So in that game, who do you think is going to win? I have either one. At this point, it's just like a toss-up because both the teams are really good. The Bucks beat the Saints last week in a revenge type of game from the last two in the regular season when the Saints won both. And the Packers, they just absolutely demolished the Rams. Um, with a blowout lead, and it was just, I guess, I mean, it can lead to either one. I mean, the Rams had the number one defense, and it just depends on who has the better offense at this point. Yeah, so um, in, in last game, a lot of, some people thought that, um, well, the Packers versus, Buc- uh, Packers versus Rams, some people thought that uh, Devontae Adams would have a big game, some people thought Jalen Ramsey was going to stop him. Now, what do you think? Who do you think won that matchup last week? I honestly have Devontae Adams who won that matchup. And obviously, when Devontae Adams had scored that touchdown, we saw Jalen Ramsey throw a little bit of a fit. And we see now that Devontae Adams is a top caliber receiver. And he just, he just really good at what like he does he's a really good route runner he's really good at just all around being a really really good receiver all right so so you say he won that matchup but he only he was limited to 66 yards so how do how and why do you think he won that matchup because he the way i see it if you are able to make a receiver or a cornerback like Jalen Ramsey mad or angry at all, it shows that you got into their head and succeeded about a little bit at being that receiver. Like, I remember, I think I think it was like two or three years ago when A.J. Green and Jalen Ramsey played against each other and Jalen Ramsey had got under A.J. Green's skin and they just broke out into a fight. Like, that's just how it is. All right, so, so I'm going to tell you his exact stats. He had um, nine receptions, 10 targets, 66 yards, an average of 7.3 yards, one touchdown, and one touchdown. So so you think those are top-tier numbers? Because in my opinion, they, it is top-tier numbers, but a guy like Jalen Ramsey was been able to stop everybody. I mean, well, let me rephrase that. It's a top-tier receiver, but I think Jalen Ramsey won that. Because if you go back and you look at all the players he has played against, you look at all those stats, 
it was 50 yards or less. So yes, he might have got a couple yards and a touchdown with something a lot of great, a lot of players like Stephon Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins wasn't able to do against him. I think uh, he limited him. He, he limited him as he limited him where um, Aaron Rodgers had to go to some of his other receivers to win that game. So yeah. I agree, but there was only one time that Jalen Ramsey was did not hold a receiver to 50 yards or less, and that was in fact. Week one versus the Dallas Cowboys when uh, yeah. Mr. Cooper had 55 yards, I think. Can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, but it was somewhere around there. Yeah, about 57, 55. Yeah. Um, you want to go ahead and move over to the AFC part of this? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure, well, sure. I have the Buffalo oh. Bills winning this matchup. Who do you have? Bills or Chiefs? Bills. I have the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the Bills. Yeah, um, I, I can agree with you on that one. I have the Bills too. Um, they will be playing at the at the Chiefs, but away they're they're six and two they're six and two away. But the same with the Chiefs, they're six and two away, uh, in their away games. So I mean, I think this is a game that I have the Bills winning, but honestly, it could go to either team. Uh, I agree. Um. Especially after that head injury with Patrick Mahomes, I I don't think the question is he will is, be oh. his top potential. Um, with yeah. uh playing tonight's game, and honestly, he will. I feel like he will do good. He'll throw for at least a hundred, a hundred fifty yards, but will not succeed in being able to beat the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, because the question is on everybody's mind, 100%. Because if he's at 100%, there's no doubt he can change an outcome of a, at a game. But we really haven't seen him where he's at about 75% or 85%. But I got to imagine, we still don't. Yeah, I, and I agree. But the only thing that really, like, changes your perspective of it is he might have told, like, he, if he is not at his full potential, then he will throw interceptions and he will make, throw really, really bad passes. And it might um, not help them win. Honestly, I think they have a chance. I really mm-hmm. do. But sometimes it's just... Sometimes you can't really... Mac must predict. Yeah, you can't predict. It's just all on the field sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, um, you just broke out a little bit there, but I, we got basically what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. You're saying that if he's not at 100%, he could win a game, but if he's at 100%, he'll change the outcome of the game. Yes, I agree. All right, so I'm going to bring you his stats from last week when he went out. Even last week, he had 21 completions, 30 attempts, 255 yards and 235 yards. So, even, well, he didn't play that whole game, but those stats are some stats that some players get the whole game. So, so, so what do you have to say? What do you think will happen? How do you think the Bills will react to a guy like Patrick Mahomes? Because if we're being 100% honest, they haven't played a top-tier quarterback like Patrick Mahomes this season. 
Well, I have to disagree with that. They actually played each other back in week... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Week five, I believe. I can't remember. It was week five and week six. Um, yeah. And at that point, Patrick Mahomes is at 100%. This game, maybe not. But I think they have the ability to play really good coverage on those DB, on those wide receivers, and they... If those linebackers keep Patrick Mahomes contained and the running game contains, then I think the, that Patrick Mahomes will not be able to win that game. All right, so actually it was week six and the score was 26, 26 to seventeen. So, so, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some stats from that game. So what happened that game? Patrick Mahomes threw for two hundred twenty five yards, two touchdowns, and 21, 21 uh, completions and twenty six attempts, and. Yeah, those receivers for Patrick Mahomes, like Tyreek Hill, he had what? He had one, one. Uh, oh, he had one carry. He had uh, receptions. He, uh, uh, Robinson, he led the team with five with five receptions for sixty nine yards. So, so you're saying that you do think they are going to be able to stop to stop him in the passing game? I honestly believe that they can because they have experienced it already this year. Mm-hmm. And if they learn from their mistakes and learn that, hey, we can't do some things like uh, rather than others, then I believe that they can win this game. All right, so what do you think the score will be at the end of that game? Oh, it'll be an offensive game. Uh, I don't really For think sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is going to do very well in this. Uh, I think it's going to be about... I think 28-35 Bills. 20, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say 31, 31, oh, no, about 44, 35, something like that. That's my, that's about my score. That, and that can happen, that can happen. Uh, I believe that sometimes, maybe, not all the time will it be an offensive game. Um, sometimes it's very much could be defensive game, like um, the Rams versus the Packers. The defense for the Packers was outstanding. They held them to, I think, 15, 10, I can't remember. Uh, but it was really uh, just a defensive game for the Packers. Yeah, that's something we're, we're surprised on seeing almost all this season that that defense really hasn't had a factor, but offense has had a big factor almost all this season with a bunch of games. Yeah, that is, I totally agree. Defense, you, you could say defense has been non-existent this year. Uh, yeah, that is, I agree with that. I honestly agree with that. Okay, so um, is that all you wanted to say for those games? Yeah. All right, so now we're, now we're going to go into... Uh, free agency and some of the um, off-season moves that can happen, starting with the guy who got who mutually parted ways last week, Matthew Stafford. So, um, so I'm gonna let you tell me who do you think would take Matthew Stafford, and then why, and then I'll tell you why, who and why I think he who will go to. So, who do you think Matthew Stafford would most likely end up with? I honestly think that he might end up with someone like or somewhere like the Colts or yeah, yeah, sure. maybe even after Deshaun leaves the 
the Texans. Oh, yeah, I could, I could honestly see that. I could honestly see that. Um, but I think, well, sorry, not, not that you know. No, but, I think I think the only thing I really want him to do is go with an organization that wants to win, unlike the Lions. Uh, yeah, uh, the Lions—they've been in rebuilding mode for about a long time now, and oh, wow, they have just—they—they they look like a high-caliber team with really good picks sometimes in the off-season and pick up. Yeah. Uh, they lost Calvin Johnson in 2015 because he he didn't like the way that they were treating him and he had injury problems. So yeah. that organization, without Matt Patricia, hopefully will get better. All right, so I just want to interrupt really quick. Something that happened about two hours ago, it was um, Greg Olson retired from the NFL. What do you have to say about that? Um... Oh my goodness! I, it sucks to see him go. He was amazing on the Panthers, and this year he played for the Seahawks. And just you never know what could happen sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's an unexpected retirement, but unexpected, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, everyone was talking about Philip Rivers and Drew Brees retiring. And I didn't realize people like Ben Roethlisberger and Greg Olson. Yeah, I, I think I think Ben Roethlisberger at least has one more year. Maybe. But um, but Deshaun Watson, um, Deshaun Watson, he reportedly wants out of Houston regardless of a new head coach. So so what does this tell us? Deshaun Watson is fed up with Houston. He didn't. He doesn't care about what coach they have. He care. He he doesn't like the organization and. I mean, we haven't seen a winning organization from Houston in a while. And I well, totally well, last Yeah. Well, I totally agree with the getting out of Houston because Deshaun Watson, after the trade with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, did not His like that. horrible. Yeah. What, yeah. Well, I want to say he had a really good season. I, I'm, I'm so sorry for saying that, guys. He had a really good season without Deshaun Watson. But we all knew he wouldn't be able to to go be above and beyond without a top two wide receiver. Cause we could we could we could sit right here and argue all day. Brandon Cooks and Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb, they're not top two receivers. And, and we could argue Fuller. that Wait, Will, Will Fuller. Fuller, okay, okay, okay. I would put I think Will Fuller is up there. He's, he's not up elite, there, but he's but he's not like a Yeah, he's getting there. Uh, yeah, he could. He has the most potential out of the entire wide receiver crew in uh, Houston. So if they get someone like Matthew Stafford, like I said, then I think they have a chance with being a good organization uh, again, like in 2019. But we don't know if Will Fuller is going to leave. So, so basically, if, no matter what happens in Houston, it does not look like a good scenario for them. It does not, and I agree with that. All right, so now, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about the, uh, the Wayne Haskins, the sign with the Steelers just a couple of days ago, about three days ago, his sign with the Steelers. I'm going to tell you what I think about that. I think Dwayne Haskins, he, he, he's a bust. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be flat out honest with you. 
In my books, he's a bust. He didn't play good. His, he didn't. He didn't play good his rookie season. They tried to keep him his second season. Tried to see if he'll play good. He didn't play good. So, so then, so he he's out party. He's out party. Oh my gosh, part. I can't. I can't say party. Party. Oh, what the heck is wrong with me right now? He's out partying. Partying. Okay, we're just gonna say partying with um at strip clubs and clubs and things like that. But. He's not. He's not showing like like what uh, Shannon Sharp said. If you want to do that, you have to you have to be showing something to a team that you can mess up a couple times, but the team is still gonna keep you. But he was never doing that. He was never providing for them, so there was no reason that they would keep him. You know. And I agree. And uh, this this might sound a little weird, but I think it's funny that. Um, he had make an, made a TikTok account as soon as he signed with the Steelers. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that he, he did. And I don't know what to do about that. Like, the Steelers organization was here with TikTok had put a little bit, I guess you could say a curse on them. Um, yeah. In the, no, no. The Steelers, they're they're the most hated team, and they're a joke to the rest of the NFL because it seems like they're encouraging their players to be on TikTok and make fun of other teams when they're losing games. But um, I'm gonna talk about this really quick. At half, the Buccaneers are up 21 to 10, and I just said that I had the Buccaneers winning that game. So, do you think this really matters about the outcome of the game, or do uh, or do you think I mean it's still early? Stuff that can still happen in the game. Uh, I think it's still early. Um, we've seen, like in Super Bowl Fifty Two against the Falcons and the Patriots, um, the fourteen point or twenty one point lead comeback. And actually, this year is was full of comebacks, and they have put up so many points in just one or two quarters to win a mm-hmm. game. Yeah, so um, we really got off topic there, but let's get back on topic. We're talking about um, notable quarterback moves this uh, season. Yeah. So we're gonna start. So we so we didn't really we talked about Deshaun Watson, but we didn't say where he could end up. So where do you think Deshaun Watson could end up? I think he could end up going to the 49ers. That is my guess. But he wants mm-hmm. to go to places like the Jets and the Dolphins. But I mean. Where I mean, you say you would the best place for you would be 49ers. Who would the 49ers give up for I a think, player like that? I think they would give up someone like Jimmy Garoppolo in return for Deshaun Watson and maybe a first or second round pick. But the question is, do they want Jimmy Garoppolo? Because 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 they have the top pick, they have about the fourth pick if they didn't trade. No, they don't have the fourth pick. I think they might have traded a pick or something like that, something like that. Yeah, so, they traded so, their pick to the Dolphins. I, I don't think they expected this scenario. So, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo probably would be one of the players. Jimmy Garoppolo in the first round pick probably would be somebody who would set that trade over the top. Because that trade, uh, the coming days, it's seeming, it's seeming more and more likely. And so the teams I think he would go to, I think it would be my, my, uh, my picks would be uh, I'll give you about three picks. Three picks. That's, that's fair. Three picks. Um, so I'll I'll say, let's see. I'll do the Jets. I'll do the Dolphins. And I'll do the Jets, Dolphins. 
and maybe even Atlanta. Yeah, have you have anybody thought of that? Atlanta, maybe Atlanta. Yeah, they, I, um, Julio arguably wants to be out of Atlanta. They need wide receivers. They Julio for Deshaun. I mean, would you think that would be a good trade? I think uh, that would be good. I think it would be a, a really good trade, uh, seeing as how Matt Ryan is, to be honest, a little out of his prime and yeah, he hasn't been playing his full potential anymore. Yeah, yeah, because because this brings me to another thing. Do you think Julio Jones wants out of Atlanta? Um, I think Julio Jones does want out of Atlanta because mm-hmm. of how poorly they've been playing. And mm-hmm. the way that they kind of treat him as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, we're going to go into the next player. I'm oh, sorry. I wasn't in my mind. We're going to go into our next player here. Oh, we already did Matthew Stafford. Carson Wentz. Now, I think the Eagles go with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts over those last couple of, Tell me if you agree with me. Jalen Hurts over those last couple of games. He looked amazing. He he didn't look like a first year quarterback over those top couple games. Top uh for the last couple games that he played. He looked he looked like a um he looked like a Michael Vick, honestly. A so, star quarterback, and I agree with that. He played so well against the Saints and mm-hmm. the got, got them a dub, didn't he? Yeah, they did, in fact. Uh and they they played the Cowboys and had lost, but that was a. I wouldn't say that's a really good game. It looks like the Cowboys were a dominant team coming out the second quarter. And I agree with that. They put up 17 points in the first quarter, and then that was about it. Yeah, that that was the only points they put up in the game. Uh, anyway. All right, so yeah. um, so yeah, I. I so when I first heard the Doug Peterson fire, I was I was kind of confused. Tell me if you really about the same. Um, I was, but I I kind of expected it after the benching of Carson Wentz. People believe Carson Wentz is still a top tier quarterback, and I honestly don't agree with that. I, I mean, think- I think there's enough proof at this point to show that Carson Wentz isn't a top tier quarterback. He wasn't a top tier quarterback when he was uh, a rookie. He was arguably, he could have been, probably not. He wasn't a top tier. I don't think he was a top tier quarterback when they went to the Super Bowl. I don't think Carson Wentz was ever a top tier quarterback. And that's just something that they wanted to believe that Carson Wentz was a top tier quarterback. And I agree. He was a little bit of a um, bust. Yeah, he was a bust and had been playing with a backup quarterback always by his side. Like yeah, the a good, uh, in the Super Bowl and Jalen Hurts now in the regular season. I agree with that, hundred percent. So yeah, he he always had a backup quarterback about by his uh, behind him. So if he messed up, you couldn't really tell that he messed up, you know? Yeah. So yeah. So where where are some places you think he could go? I think a first place, I'll say Colts. Um, I I agree. The Colts seem to have been picking up uh, the older age guys. Like, I mean, he's not old. He, he he's not old, but he's not in his prime. Well, he, he, he's never he, been in his prime, and yeah. I mean, he was he drafted around uh, that twenty sixteen. Um, that was. I'm pretty sure they were in the same 
I can't remember. Yeah, but, I can't remember that. I think the Colts might be the only team that would be willing to trade for him. But if we're talking about free agency, we could be, I think his top hit, the place right now would be free agency. And I think, I think, I'm going to be honest, the place he's going is probably free agency. And I agree. F, F, a big F, just the, the Eagles want to move on from him. Only um, after the Steelers want to move on for him, then he'll be going to free agency, and then because because um, no one wants to give up a lot for him, you know. Yeah, and I totally agree. Um, now, oh sorry, sorry about that. The other NFC East quarterbacks, such as Dak Prescott, in free agency, maybe I honestly see Dak staying. Yeah. All right. So next player, Cam Newton. Now, Cam. I think I think Bill Belichick is smart enough, but I think Bill Belichick. If I'm thinking like Bill Belichick, I say they keep him. You know, I think Cam Newton. He he's a good he's a good quarterback when he has assets. When he doesn't have assets, we've seen it this year. He didn't look good. All he could do was run like like arguably Mark Jackson. But when he has assets, like a wide receiver that they could draft, he he's a, I think he's a top two quarterback and he could lead the he could lead them somewhere. Such as Jamar Chase or, but they um, wouldn't. I don't think. I don't think they would be able to get him, because you know I think Jamar Chase is going in the top ten, top five picks, and they don't have a pick to 14, 15, So, yeah, uh, but there's still people like um, Jen Waddle in the draft, and there are a lot of receivers that could be picked up in this draft, um, and. They honestly have a chance of getting a really good one. So do you say they move on from Cam Newton or they keep Cam Newton? I think they will keep him with a one-year contract again. Yeah, see, see how see how he plays and then see next year. Yeah. For sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. And so I have him going, staying with New England. Where do you have him? I also have him staying with New England. So yeah, now we're gonna go to the next player. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick, he definitely showed us he's a good quarterback. Arguably a top-tier quarterback. Arguably should be in the Hall of Fame. But did he show us enough to be picked by another team other than Miami? What's your opinion? I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick's time in the NFL is about over. I think but, he did. I think but, he showed that this season by throwing that pass to Gasicki. He's a great quarterback, no doubt about that. And I think, oh, sorry, I'm cutting you off. I'm not. No, you're good. But he had played really well in all of his career with mm-hmm. the Bills, the the Dolphins, the Bucks, and yeah. uh, did he play for the Jets? I can't remember. I think but he, he did had, play for the Jets. Yeah. But he played really well throughout his entire career, on and off with teams, and at this point, I think he is ready to retire. Yeah, yeah, I think there there are some notable teams that would take him, but I think teams, they're just not in the old quarterbacks anymore. They want a quarterback who's going to be able to provide for them for the future, and he's not, no matter what you're trying to say, he's not a future quarterback. And yeah, and I agree. It's not very easy to have quarterbacks who don't that are on and off very much a lot of the seasons and that they just 
they're not consistent with what they do. Like, say, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen are very consistent. And mm. that's why they are top-tier quarterbacks. So, um, so yeah, that's the only quarterbacks we're going to do for right now because, you know, we still want to get to a lot of other topics, and we're about 30 minutes into this podcast. So, you know, um, how, how long do you think we will be able to do this whole podcast? Uh, about 40 minutes. 40 minutes, yeah, 40 minutes. All right, so now we're going to go on to where would Odell Beckham be going? Do you think he would stay with the Browns, or do you think his time with the Browns was short but is over? I think he will have to stay with the Browns because he he played really well the first half of the season before I his injury. But I mean, you can't say that. I, I I can't agree with that. I think I think um I think he didn't play well with the Browns at all. Honestly, well, I think he played decent. He wasn't a top tier receiver in the league at that point. But I think if he were to play a lot more that season, that they would have done a lot better. So, so you think he stays with the Browns? That's what you said. Yes. All right. So yeah, I I do not I do not think the Browns is his place anymore. Um, I think I think he I think he would go to a different team. Now I I haven't really planned out what team it would be, but I do not think it is the Browns. Not at all. Well, yeah. The Browns are probably going to keep him because they didn't really get to see very much in the injury. So they're probably going to want to keep him and see if he will help towards another playoff run and maybe even a Super Bowl run. But they look really good with only Jarvis Landry and Rashad Higgins. So I mean, so so I don't think they need an uh, Odell. For sure, I don't think they, they might need not need him, but they want him. Yeah. Alright. So, um, next thing, do you, well, I, I, I really want to ask you this. Do you have any topics you, like, probably want to ask? I want to talk about the NFC East. Okay. And <laughs> the places that they're going. Who? So, do you want to start with the best team in the NFC East for about the past decade? Yeah. Who's that? Who do you, in your opinion, who do you think that is? I think the Cowboys, obviously. Yeah, D- Dallas. Uh, the 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 Eagles had a, a one good season, no doubt about that. But they, yeah. they didn't do anything after that good season. Yeah, and I agree. This season was kind of a drop season for the NFC East. And oh, for sure. But I mean, I mean, are we? Are we? I think I think everybody knew that that there was only like two good teams in the NFC East: Cowboys and Eagles. And it was a matter of time before the whole NFC East just fell down. But do you agree with that, or do you think? People were like, okay, the NFC is going to rise. Or do you think it was just a matter of time before everybody were like, the NFC is, the NFC is going to be the worst team? Um, teams. I think that they weren't the worst teams. They just, like the Cowboys lost Dak Prescott. They, they dropped with their defense. And it, I say if they had a be- better defense coordinator, then they would have played really well and had done really well as too. I mean, there's almost no doubt about that, but, um, but yeah, but yeah, um, but, so, let's talk about the Cowboys' future now. Um, Colin, you know Colin, Co- 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 Colorado, I forgot his name, you know Colin, you know Colin? Um, 
I'm unsure. From the um, from the hurt. Have you ever heard that? No. Well, guys like him and Stephen A. Smith, they say the Cowboys, the Cowboys, the rest of the couple years, the Cowboys are looking very average. It's looking like eight and eight and ten and six seasons. Do you agree with that? Honestly, I had the Cowboys going fourteen and two, and the only teams losing against were the Ravens and the uh, uh, the the Forty uh, Niners. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have the Cowboys going undefeated. <laughs> but that's how. That's how. That's how you have the Cowboys every year. Cause at, that's how good their roster is every year. The only problem. The only problem that has always been since um Tom Landry and since um I forgot his name, but since the Cowboys last Super Bowl was always coaching. It was never players. Cause there's no doubt about that. The Dallas Cowboys have talent. They always had talent. The question is. Do they have the coaching staff? And that's especially why they had fired um, the defensive coordinator Mike Nolan this offseason because they had not seen very much progress with him. And, and that's what and, they... Oh, sorry. And if they were to have a, a preseason, I think they would have done better and been able to adjust to what they had. Yeah, I think, I think Mike McCarthy is a good... He's a good head coach. But you can't really judge him off this year because he had no training camp with the guys. He had no preseason with the guys. He didn't have enough time to get to know the guys. So, I mean, you can't really judge him off this season. And I agree. Uh, this was a, I guess we could say, a dull season for the NFC East. Yeah. But, but so let's talk about the Cowboys' future. They fired Mike Nolan, which well, it was only a matter of time before that happened. They, they get Dan Quinn. And let's never forget, Dan Quinn in, this, in Seattle. Do, do you really want to talk about that, man? The legion Dan, of boom. Of course you can't forget that. That was, that was the best defense I've seen in my lifetime because, you know, I'm a young. But that was the best defense probably of all time. Do you agree with that? Well, the only defense that could, the only defenses that could contend with the Legion of Boom are like the Steel Curtain and the Cowboys defense from 1994. Yeah. So I always, so like I said earlier in this podcast, it was never about talent. It was about coaching staff. But I think the defense, it's about talent now. I think you get, you have to get Dan Quinn some talent, and I think that talent with the Cowboys having the number ten pick. I think that's Caleb. I think that's Caleb Fairley. Caleb Fairley or Patrick Turner the second. And I agree. It, or Michael uh, Parsons. Yeah, or J.C. Horn. There are a lot yeah. of. There's a lot of options for them. It's just about the Cowboys stop focusing on offense. We focused on offense so much that it's getting ridiculous. It's like it's like you can have a good offense, but you can't let your your offense overpower how good your defense should be. And yeah, I I agree with that. Sometimes if the if we had a top tier defense, we would be a really 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 good team. But since we didn't have a very good defense this year, we did not play to our full potential. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, but um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like what you're saying. So I think I, I think the Cowboys, the Cowboys' future, they're looking like a good team as because the coaching staff, pretty good now. Um, Green Bay fans would say that um, that you know um, Mike McCarthy is not a good head coach, but I, I just don't know if I can agree with that. 
I think you can't judge him yet, you know? Yeah, um, but he played really well with the Green Bay Packers and would just just dominated with them and won, I think, two yeah. two Super Bowls um, and did really well. So you can't, if he can implement that with the Cowboys, I think he could do yeah. the same thing again. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so now let's go to the next team. Now, this is probably going to be the last thing we're going to talk about in this podcast or if, um, you know, we find something else. But uh, what's the next thing that, team you think, you think we should go to? The Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought you said NFC East. Oh, well, I, I thought you said just team in general. Oh, well, yeah, you can do teams. It, it really doesn't matter. I, I thought you were just saying because you said NFC East. So I, what's I really wanted to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers in the way that they're going this offseason. All right, so I think I think the Pittsburgh Steelers' future is not looking good. And I agree, I really do. Uh, especially with the way they have been taunting other yeah. teams with TikTok and social media. And it and it all started with Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, and, I agree. And you could say, um, what's the name? Uh, Chase Claypool. Yeah, Chase Claypool. Now, now one thing, not one thing I want to bring up with the um with the um Steelers. I've heard, I don't know who said this. I forgot. Was it Stephen A? I forgot. Juju Smith-Schuster is not a good uh, wide receiver. By no book, he is not a good wide receiver. The well, only reason he put up yards when Antonio Brown was there was literally Antonio Brown because. If you go back and watch every game, Antonio Brown was getting double, maybe triple. It was almost no time that they would leave Antonio Brown with one guy. And the, and the time that they did, Antonio Brown had a big uh, catch. The times that they doubled or tripled him, who was wide open? Juju Smith-Schuster. Exactly. Juju Smith-Schuster in no book is a good right, uh, wide receiver. James Conner James Conner in no book is a good running back. Only reason James Conner was a good running back was because of Le'Veon. Well, I mean, I could you could say James Conner is a good running back. Well, maybe he yeah. isn't a top tier one like other running backs such as Ezekiel Elliott was in 2018. I think Zeke is still a top running back. I mean, there's no debate about that in my opinion. Zeke is a top running back. Without the Cowboys on the line, he didn't really get time yeah. to run. For sure, for sure. So, um, is there uh, anything else you want to talk about? Because, I mean, I've really grown up all my topics, so what do you think? No, I'm I'm good now. This where you want to end the podcast with? Yeah, sure. All right, so, guys, it's your host, Brian Harris, and... Hey. Well, uh, uh, we're signing off for today, guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed this podcast episode, but... Make sure you download the podcast, um, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, follow it on Spotify. But guys, I'm your host, Brian Harris. Sign up for today. Peace.